Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. And Julie Harris, it is May the 25th. And first of all, before we get to our points that we started the other day, I want you to peruse and share with our listeners this article. So breaking news. Yes, and this is factual. This is not speculative. So take your uh, note writing hand and get your pencil ready. So here's the headline. Home prices in March saw the highest growth in over 15 years. That's from the S&P Case-Shiller Report. This is also uh, reported by Diana Olick, if you guys want to know where the facts are coming from. First bullet point, home prices in March were 13.2% higher in March compared with March 2020, according to, again, CoreLogic Case-Shiller National Home Price Index. They go on to say that the 10-city composite rose 12.8% year-over-year, up from 11.7% in the previous month, and the 20-city composite increased 13.3%, up from 12% in February. So as you can see, we are continuing to climb. Uh, home prices in March were 13% higher. Uh, let's see. Again, this, they're just reiterating it's just at reiterating, that point. Yeah. But basically, they talk about uh, just different facts. Cities with the strongest price gains are Phoenix, San Diego, and Seattle, and they conclude by saying that interest rates are staying low. We're still averaging under 3%, and there's no reason to believe that the prices will stop increasing or adjust anytime soon. So let's put numbers to this. If you are an American, which most of you are, but we are international now in over 60 different countries, and your home is worth $350,000. Which is about the average. Yep. Your house, and that's uh, basically is worth $350,000, let's say, in March of 2020. Now it's worth... Dum, bum, bum. Whoa, three hundred ninety-six thousand two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations, that was a really smart purchase. Good job, you. Yeah, and I guarantee you, you didn't spend that on your house payment if you even have one. Right. And so that's the interesting thing. If you were to, and we mention this frequently on this podcast because I want people really to understand that we're in the beneficial end of the uh, inflation cycle mm -hmm. when assets have increased um, in price, specifically a home. And here's the reason that, uh, owning real estate is really the ultimate inflation hedge is because your house basically is for free. That is, so you paid three hundred fifty grand for your house last March, and now it's gone up by basically 50 grand at this point. And so now your house payment and your all-in expense of owning that home is most certainly, unless you've done some big remodel job is certainly uh, less than 50 grand. So if you would have borrowed money at whatever the lowest interest rate was that you per, that you could have gotten a year ago, and you would have put down, say, 10%, and you would have figured in your payment, uh, your payment in principal interest taxes insurance, you multiply that times 12, you even add in the cost to buy the refrigerator and the cost to pay the guy to cut the grass, and maybe you have a pool and the pool Home guy. Homeowners Association, all of your stuff. Exactly. You roll it all in, and it still is less than what the house has increased in value in the past 12 months. Now, this is the nice thing about having low interest rates where you're starting to see a lot of inflation. Now, let's not call it appreciation anymore. Let's call it inflation. 
uh, is that your house will continue to uh, basically be one of the greatest inflation hedges ever. And the best thing about it is you need a place to live. So you're going to be in a house that is going to essentially cost you nothing. Congratulations. And make sure all of your customers see it that way as well. And as we've been sharing with you guys on our podcast on a regular basis now, talking about inflation in particular, is that assets like real estate and believe it or not, stocks and things like that are going to inflate, increase in value at a more rapid pace than we've ever seen before. Now, I want you to think about this. This is mind boggling. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make sense. But if real estate, according to Case Schiller, uh, had re- and now we had another report that we shared with you guys two weeks ago that was saying that real estate had appreciated a year over year by 10%. Uh, now, Case Schiller is saying 13%. So let's just assume for the sake of having fun, it's 13%. So if it's first quarter, basically, January, February, March, and it's increased by 13%, March versus March, right, 2020 to 2021, it's gone by over 13%. Where are we going to be at the end of the year? Where are we going to be at the end of second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter? How much how, how much your house price is going to increase? Now, here's what's really fascinating to me is that people are arguing, like, for example, you could say, well, I don't want to basically be buying in a market where the market could go boom and all these other like fear-based things. Go back and listen to the podcast that Julie and I did last week where we're telling you why there's not going to be any sort of housing implosion or explosion or you know bubble popping or any of that Mickey Mouse that people are throwing around. There's going to be nothing like that's going to happen in the foreseeable future, two to three years. Beyond that, our our uh, crystal ball gets a little murky. Yeah, that's right. But <laughs> we you don't know, know. You got to make hay while the sun shines. So take action now. Don't wait. Don't speculate and guess what's going to happen to the market because we gave you some very very specific drilled down fact based podcasts last week. So if you missed those, you need those talking points for your clients, even maybe for yourself. If you're just waiting it out and seeing what's going to happen and prices have to, you know, adjust someday. Well, that someday is probably two or three years from now. So, well, it, you know, but we'll but see. It's yeah. an approach you have to have. Again, we went through these points of, I think it was five shows. Yes. That we were telling them why there's not going to be a housing uh, implosion. And we were doing that mostly to help you guys because a lot of you are struggling with um, sort of some beliefs that, you don't want to sell somebody something that's going to end up causing them financial pain, which makes total sense, right? You don't want to sell them a house and have that house uh, be a big depreciating uh, lead weight around their their necks. And that makes total sense. And we tried to counter uh, that fear uh, with, which by the way is, is, you know, it's fear that just based on you being a good person and we're right. It's ethical. Know, it's honest. They're totally. Trying to be accountable. Completely. But we're now, hopefully if you go back and listen to those podcasts, we'll feel more confident in knowing that not only should you be selling houses in this market, uh, to everyone that wants to buy one, but you should be encouraging as many other people to buy a house as you possibly can. Now, look, houses are inflating in value at a rapid pace, more rapid than, for example, the cost of other things in your life. But those other things will indeed inflate as well. Well, there is this in, this inflation cycle is going to be you know last a good long time, um, and you know what comes after that nobody knows. People are throwing spitballs trying to guess what happens after this big inflationary cycle, but there will be a time in the not so distant future, say maybe three plus years from now, maybe two plus years from now, where interest rates are going to be double digit, or at least they're going to go up significantly because they're going to want to slow down the um, increasing in cost. The, they want to slow down the inflation rates. So the way they're going to do that is make it more expensive for people to borrow. Going back to our original premise, now is probably the best time, despite housing prices, to purchase a home. Because with inflation, you're going to have a a housing situation where you're going to make money and live for free. And I think everyone, if you just conceptually get that idea, that should give you all the motivation um, as you possibly can muster. 
And, uh, and here's another little thought for you. And this is an interesting thought too, that there is no bubble. And that was our premise. There is no housing bubble. There is going to be no reversal to a previous uh, price point that was five or six years ago. There's not, not going to be a, essentially a, uh, you know, the, the whole popping of the bubble theory, well, right? There's zero reason. We right. looked. We looked we pretty looked, hard. We really did. Right. Yeah. We did. And we did, again, we did a whole bunch of content on that. So go back and listen to our past podcast. So here we are, 13.2%, according to Case Schiller, for the first basic quarter of 2021. What are we looking at for the whole year? I think it's entirely possible, believe it or not, that your house could inflate in value by at least 25 or 30% this year. There it's are cities that are already reflecting that. Austin yeah. is one of those. I think Nashville is getting close. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds crazy, but we are already at a 30-year record, and it's it's continuing month to month to get, you know, higher and higher. So something and, to keep an eye on. And just to be clear, there is no one market. So Julie no. mentioned Austin, but if you're Austin and you're downtown, that's not you're not experiencing the same thing as, say, if you're Austin and you're out in some single-family home area. People definitely were, are moving away from the densely populated, more urban areas, and they're definitely moving towards the more suburban areas, if not even semi-rural areas. That is the trend. That is a macro trend. We talked about that in this series of podcasts as well. Also, know your local markets because it's not going to be the same in every neighborhood and every, you know, MLS code. you got to know your stuff. And this is why I remind on our our Facebook Live session with our coaching members every day, just spend five minutes on your hot sheet to see what's hot and what's not, what's trending, what's having price increases and what's having price decreases. There's not a lot of decreases, but it's happening here and there. And so where all this goes bad, just so you're clear, is if essentially the inflation rate, when it does affect the uh, the price of everything. So when gas prices, utility prices, when uh, food prices, when, sh- you know, everything, every single thing. So right now you're ahead of the market. You're feeling, woohoo, I got uh, this. My house is appreciated in value. I'm doing really well on paper, right? If I sell it now, I can make a lot more money than I would have had I sold it a year ago. And all these things are probably true because what's ex- what you're experiencing now is you're experiencing what happens before there's a lot of um, you know inflation and everything else and commodities. And you know you, we talked on that, again, on that series we did, we talked about building supplies and how new construction is going to be through the roof, like 20 to 30% more. All these things are true, but we're still not really seeing it in food prices, though I am watching some of the different uh, commodity prices with regards to grain and things like that. And those prices are definitely going through the roof. So across the board, you're going to see this year into next year, something that many of us have never really experienced in our lifetimes called inflation. And it's going to be a big, huge thing. It's going to be what everybody's going to talk about. So right now is the best time probably in, you know, forever to lock in a really good house. Even if you feel like you're paying an overinflated price, today's prices might be the lowest point of housing that we see the rest of our lifetime. I know it's crazy, but it has something to do with the, uh, the you know, inflation. So it might be this new number of, you know, 30% more maybe by the end of the year. That could be the new normal. That could be the new baseline, new benchmark for housing in your marketplace because the currency is devalued. And that's a, you know, we can get into, you know, talking about that in another podcast. But at the end of the day, be optimistic and grateful because as housing prices increase. So if you're a normal Joe or Josephine working at, you know, wherever you're working, and your wages did not keep up with the rising cost of everything. So in other words, if you're making, you know, $4,000 a month and you're essentially everything's you're saving, you know, maybe $500 a month, you're paying your house payment, your food, everything's just right as rain. 
No, you're not getting, you're not rich, but you're certainly not, you're, you're not uncomfortable too much, right? But if all of a sudden all those costs go up equivalent to $500, now you're just breaking even. Now if those costs and your wages didn't go up, you're only making, you know, four or 5,000 and now the your cost of everything that you were buying before has gone up by uh, the 500 that maybe you were saving every single month, right? Now you're not saving anything. And now costs continue to go up. And now what happens is you're actually borrowing. So your cost of living now has exceeded your income. So what, where the pain pressure happens is before people start seeing wage inflation. And wage inflation is starting to creep in as well, especially in construction. But for the most part, wage inflation has not crept into everything else. And so it usually follows, wage inflation usually follows um, actual overall inflation in the economy. And that's where you can actually see some pain points in the in the marketplace. Because if people can't afford the houses that they're living in, if they can't literally afford the things that are necessary for them to eat and you know pay their bills and it, all that, that's when you start seeing an inflection point. But we're not anywhere near that now. And maybe something happens, some miracle happens, and it doesn't get that desperate for people. But history has shown us that is usually the cycle that has to we have to go through. And hopefully we won't go through something that's called hyperinflation. But again, I digress. Yes. Obviously, Julie and I nerd out on this because it is fascinating. So we're talking about something a lot more motivational this Hopefully. week than what I was just talking about, yes. which is essentially how to basically be motivated when you're unmotivated, how to, how to keep your energy levels high, how to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level, and have it not be on some sort of emotional whim, have it be by choice. And so, Julie, I believe we are on point seven. number seven. Yes, so this is a fun one, and it should be, and that's called exercise. Do it regularly. Do it socially. It's good for your body and for your business. Consider it something like Orange Theory Fitness. We've talked about that before. A regular yoga or Pilates class, spin class, boot camp, something where you are around people. This is good for you mentally and physically and business-wise. I mean, we've talked before in other podcasts about you know, all the various different real estate leads of different kinds that would just be floating around the Orange Theory gym because we simply totally. talked about real estate a little bit. Well, we were in the gym this morning, begrudgingly, I must add. <laughs> got it over <laughs> Pretty with, Pretty much though. every day we got it over with, right? We're doing what we don't want to do and we don't want to do it at the highest level. Yes, and we yeah. ran into a really nice guy from Colorado. His name is Joey. And he's got a daughter named Zoe, yes. <laughs> you know, as do we. And so, of course, we exchange information and the Zoes are going to get together and do whatever Zoes do. I don't know. But you know, that's, <laughs> Zoe a, meetup. that's a for example. Julie and I don't sell real estate here in Puerto Rico, but it is a fascinating little sort of, uh, you know, the point that she's making is if you start going, here's, here's your go forward plan with basically physical fitness. Here it is. I'll make it very simple for you. Join something that's group. Uh, working out. An Orange Theory was our favorite, but there are so many really great alter CrossFit, Cro I mean, right. even yoga or Zumba, some of those different things that you guys like. Where Get, you're with other people. You've got it. The thing is, you've got to be with other people. And you just demonstrated by your talk about uh, running into Joey. You use the Ford script without even knowing it. You yeah. talked about family. Where right. is he from? You know, basic conversational things that you know, real estate's going to come up organically because it's such a hot topic right now. It's easier to talk about it now than ever. So when you're going to the gym, make sure you are rotate. You go on the same day every single like I don't every single day. You're going to go every single day, one Monday through Friday. Take the weekends off, and then maybe consider going to the 9 a.m. class on Monday, Monday and Wednesday, and go to the you know 11 a.m. class on Tuesday and Thursday, and go to the on Friday. So the point is, is that you want to go on the same time of the of the same day of the week, so you're meeting the same people. That way, you start making these uh, broader social connections by going to these gyms. That's the way you do it, and you don't just go there with your stupid headphones on, lock yeah, the world 
out and keep your head down. You go there, you go there to meet people, you fist bump, you see somebody do some crazy workout or, you know, lift some ridiculous amount of weight. You fist bump and you say, that was awesome. You now have got a new bestie for life. I guarantee it. It's motivational. It is. So the gym thing is yes, for you to take your, take care of your body, but it's also for you to actually expand your centers of influence and past client. Incred- We've had coaching clients that all they'll do is basically go and they have, <laughs> some of them would go to, like we said, they wouldn't even go to Orange Theory different days of the week. They would go to different gyms different days of the week. Sure. They'd stay with Orange Theory as an example, but they'd go to different ones. We had coaching clients that did that and then they were selling real estate just out of referrals from Orange Theory. Very easy to do because in that environment where everyone's moving towards the accomplishment of a physical goal, uh, it you know you're lo- there to support each other, and then in the end, when everyone's basically bouncing off endorphins, right? <laughs> then it's even easier to bond with other people. It's an incredibly powerful, simple thing for you to do. That's right. By the way, another mm-hmm. simple, incredible, powerful thing for you to do is make sure. If a lot of you guys have been asking Julie and uh, Julie and I about EXP Realty, yes, Julie and I are with EXP Realty. Yes, we have a group that we'd love to share with you, and yes, we'd love to apply for the job of being your sponsor at EXP Realty. Just text, and this is a video. So this is a website we put together, but make sure you watch the video when you land on this page. I think you'll really enjoy it. We spent a lot of time on it. A lot of time We did. Weeks. Text EXP to 47372. Text the letters EXP to 47372. Go ahead and text EXP to 47372. And when you do, we're going to text you a link. We'll text you a link right back. Just click on that link. It'll take you to the website and then watch the video and it answers all the reasons why you A, want to join EXP, but also why you want to choose Julie and I as, uh, as your sponsor at EXP. So go ahead and while you're thinking about it, text EXP to 47372. Just go ahead and do it now and you can watch the video and check out the website site later. Text EXP to 47372. Yes, and just to, to have our one last thing on this exercise point, we're talking about expanding your center of influence on purpose and getting your exercise done, right? So all of you guys crave the quote, easier deals, like the listing that you know is gonna list with you, you don't have to fight for it, right? And all of you have had the experience, or if you haven't, you will soon, of somebody in your office and you go, how in the world did that agent get that listing? Okay, probably they didn't door knock it. Probably it wasn't a for sale by owner. You know how they got it? The person already knew them, probably from right. golfing with them, working out with them, etc. Any clubs yeah. like that, anything that awesome. you can do. I mean, church is great, synagogues, mosques, yes. any sort of organized gym thing, yes. any clubs where you're basically in, you're sharing and experience with like-minded people, incredibly powerful. Absolutely. And I have to say, we have, uh, I know that we have listeners like this, and I know I have coaching clients like this that are, you know, maybe they're recovering from something and going to the gym isn't going to be their thing, or maybe they're a little bit older, whatever the case may be. So we always prescribe to them something like, uh, you know, there's book clubs, there's bird watching, there's, you know, light hiking at the national parks. There's things that you can do where you're around the same people all the time. So don't use that as your excuse just because you're not going to be a gym person you can create your own version of that and accomplish the same goal. As Julie always says, be you doing what you love. And that's going to be you. Well, if it's going to the gym and you're like us, you won't love it. But be (laughs) you doing, in this case, what you should be doing to take care of your body. And then add other things like Julie was just saying, you know, those extra social 
you know, those extracurricular social things, you can actually start figuring out ways to expand your centers of influence and past clients when you're sharing the experience with like-minded people. Real estate naturally comes up. Julie and I don't make it a secret. We talk about it in our best-selling book, Harris Rules. It's available at every major bookseller, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and whatnot. One of the primary sources of business that Julie and I had was her orchestra. It didn't start out that way, but Julie was a professional musician. She played in the Columbus, uh, what was it? Westerville Symphony and Pacific Symphony, lots of different stuff. Yeah. And so she played in all these orchestras and she would always show up. She never was, you know, a schlep in real estate, but she always dressed a little bit nicer and everyone else was, it was usually these big orchestra practices were the end of the day and, you know, people were coming, they'd uh, come home from work and they, you know, maybe they're whatever, right? So people weren't dressed particularly nice. She would, they would eventually come around to asking her, you always look so nice. She'd say, I just came from a closing. I just basically fit, you know, listing presentation, whatever it was. So she essentially baited them in essence to have the yeah. conversation with her about real estate. It was a bridge to the conversation. Yeah. Yes. And we did a lot yeah. of deals out of those. Well, and absolutely. those people were incredibly loyal. I know. Once I mean, then there's a lot of things like that where once one of that, the people in that club trust you, they all will, which is great. You know, I have a coaching client right now in Premier that's doing a photography club and it's working out great for idea. him because they ask him, well, why, what's your goal with, you know, getting to be a better photographer? Oh, well, I want to do a lot better job with my pictures for houses. That's and, it, and that's a bridge conversation to talk about real estate. But let's talk about that for a second. Mm -hmm. That's not a great example because of the fact that that's mostly an introverted thing. You're out taking pictures by yourself. Well, but it, this is amongst eight or 10 people that are taking a class together. That's oh, I the see. Point. That's okay. different. Yeah. So, you know, get out of your own comfort zone on some of these things. It's okay to try stuff out. I always recommend meetup.com to find out what's going on. You type in your city, your zip code, you give it a 20 mile radius, and then you click on your interests and it tells you what's happening. This one little point that we've really expanded upon to the point of being ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But post COVID, post COVID, Oh, yeah. The number of people that are wanting to make real human non-Zoom contacts with people yes. is extraordinary. Absolutely. The, the need right now for people to have real social interaction, it's it's a need. It's like mm -hmm. food and water for a it's lot a of craving people. craving for people. And for you to get out, for you to basically be sitting around in your house and, you know, making TikTok videos when you could be out actually yeah. meeting people that are going to do business with you, you guys are missing the boat. So just keep that in your mind, you know, keep that in the front of your mind. Start with losing your COVID-19 pounds. Yes. <laughs> right. And well, think about joining a job. All right. Moving okay, on. Okay. Point number eight, make a list of 10 short-term, easy to accomplish goals. This is you getting out of your own way, getting out of your rut, staying motivated. For example, get your hair cut, get new glasses, have coffee with your best friend, buy a Peloton. I actually like that. That was a uh, COVID thing. Yeah. Get out and go to the gym. Okay. So have little things that will get you out of your self-created rut. Okay. Sometimes that's upgrading everything. Again, in the Harris Rules book, there's a whole chapter on upgrading everything. Maybe what you need is to throw out everything you've been wearing and upgrade your actual uh, presentation outfits. That's going to make you feel a lot better. Um, so the list goes on, and it is in the Harris Rules book. Yeah, so buy our book, right? Mm -hmm. buy, the book. buy the book. It's called Harris Rules, almost 400 or maybe 500 five-star reviews. Easiest way to do it is obviously on Amazon. So definitely consider short-term goals are great because, again, if you just write down, this week I'm going to accomplish these three things. They don't have to be spending money, but like Julie mentioned, cutting your hair and whatnot. Well, upgrading but, stuff, making yourself feel better, kind yeah. of getting out of your own way, changing your pattern. The point example. is is that you're seeing yourself do things and you and yeah. here's this is a this isn't a theory, it's a fact. If you're wanting to change your emotional state, the first thing you're going to do is you're actually going to uh, put your body in motion. When you put your body in motion, your physical or you, when you put your you, you start you know doing things physically, for example, you are going to go get your hair cut. Emotionally, your state follows your emo, uh, your actual actions. What a lot of people do, the biggest mistake people make, 
And honestly, I think it's it's perpetuated for the sake of selling people crap. That's what I truthfully think. Mm-hmm, but the idea that somehow you have to work on your mindset first and then everything else is going to follow, that's just a big damn lie. You know, the move is work on your mindset while you're in action. So, you know, people will ask me, Tim, how did you guys sell over 100 houses your first year in the business? Well, you know, uh, 103 and when you guys were brand new in real estate in your early 20s. And I think to myself, I don't even know how to answer that damn question. No, because, because we were in action all the time. Well, that's it. We would we did not let a fizzbo go by us. If we, it would cut, we got to the point where we were driving wherever we were driving, we'd see a fizzbo. If we didn't stop, it would cause us physical angst, <laughs> right? You know, we didn't know what to say or how to say it. We hadn't prepped a lot. We didn't have a script. We didn't have anything. We created all this while we were in action. So you go to the door, you call that person the first few times, you're going to do terribly. That pain of that failure is going to put you into action faster than had we thought about, you know what, Julie, I need to get a role play partner and I need to basically practice my scripts. Practice your scripts with the seller. Real people. Right. And then what happens (laughs) is when you start looking at somebody, right, and you're seeing their, because you can do that now in most of the country, Mm -hmm. and you start seeing their emotional, physical, micro expressions, their reactions to what you're saying, that's going to motivate you to get better. Yes, you're going to see what didn't work, and then you're going to have a day where something really worked well, and you're going to say, gosh, what did I do differently? And you're going to write it down, do it over again, and polish it and improve it. And that's how your skill increases much faster than getting ready to get started to do it. And obviously the smart button for all of you is going to be join our coaching program and shorten the learning curve. And so you don't have a failure after failure, like what Julie and I were in our formidable years of real estate, (laughs) how you can actually just jump right in and you can start knowing what to say, how to say it, what to do, how to do it, right? There's no learning curve. You can just copy what we've created for you as part of the coaching program. That's the smart button for all of you. Just go over to timandjulieharris.com and click on coaching programs, premier coaching is a perfect fit for every single one of you. Go ahead and go over to timandjulieharris.com and check out Premier Coaching. It is a really affordable, simple, fast track way for you to, guys, look, many of you have been at the getting ready to get started phase for weeks, months, years. It's time for you to actually launch. It's almost, what is it? Almost June. June. Oh my gosh. Can you believe the year's almost halfway over? Oh, Yes. I needed to actually take some credit. I'm going to pat myself on the back. All right. Let's Damn aliens. <laughs> I yes, told the you. Aliens. The freaking aliens. I told you. <laughs> we for, need to do a Sunday I Tuesday. was saying for two years I know. that there's going to be some it's big. thing. And this was before. Right. I knew it was going to come. I know. Uh, it's, and here it's very simple because mm-hmm. if you make a list. Of the craziest things you can possibly think of. Yeah. You know, you they you, would have come out of twenty twenty for sure. They would come out of twenty twenty. We were thinking for sure the aliens were gonna happen in twenty twenty. Yeah. Well, but now we're going to start hearing lots and lots of stories. You mark my word, listeners, lots and lots of stories about UFOs. Now they're called what? Uh unidentified uh, something phenomena. Aerial phenomena. Whatever they are, yeah. right? So now we're going to hear lots and lots and lots and lots of conjecture <laughs> stories, uh, you know, uh, conspiracy theories. But we did predict that two we years did. ago. And you should take credit for that. I am taking credit for and it. now we are far, far off topic, but that's okay. <laughs> so, And I think that we're going to continue this into tomorrow's podcast. We are. We do have Facebook Live coming up. You do. Um, but, you know, to your earlier pre-alien point, <laughs> when, uh, you know, when you're in coaching, one of the things that I like about, that I love about Facebook live sessions that we do every day is that these guys get to hear about what their colleagues are going through, what somebody else just dealt with this exact situation. This is how they're handling it. This was the result. We also do uh, challenges and victories. And people say, you know, my greatest victory last week was I actually did A, B, and C. Let's so, go through point nine and 10. Okay. Point number nine, brain dump every evening before you go to bed. What is a brain dump? That sounds scary. 
Keep a legal pad nearby and make this a habit. What you do is you get everything out of your head and prioritize what is mission critical versus what is just clutter, okay? What's just a bunch of worry and, you know, stress. You do this all the time. I do this all the time. You have a stack of legal pads. You're always cleaning them up and prioritizing them and bullet pointing them. So here's the thing. Here's here's my, you know, uh, take on the brain, brain dump. It is unrealistic for you to expect yourself to keep everything categorized and organized in your head. That is an act of ego, thinking that you can keep it together with all of the plates that you've got spinning. This is how some plates get broken sometimes. You forget a lead, you screw something up, you miss a deadline, and then you kick yourself in the teeth. You know, you beat yourself up. So stop expecting yourself to keep it all in your head. Do the brain dump. Just get it out. It doesn't have to go in any specific so order. basically what a brain dump is, is grab a big yellow tablet, grab a pen that's easy to write on, and start writing down every single thing that's in your head. Every stupid little crazy thing that you know, bounces around. If you've never done this before, give yourself some time to get it all out on paper. Because when you're done with it, you think you're going to be done, and then your mind's going to full of more things you're supposed to be worrying about. Write all that crap down. Keep dumping it out. Keep dumping it all out. And then what you're going to realize is once you've all written it out, that it, there might be on a list, if you write down 50 things, and hopefully you're not cursed with 50 things that are floating around in your head, but if you discover that you are, you're going to find out that only five of them matter. But all those other things were taking up the space that the five things should have been basically, uh, you know, been uh, prioritized on. That's what happens is that when you write all these things down and then here's what really is shocking, you're going to realize a lot of the things that you have floating around in your head, not only aren't even necessary to do now, but they're not necessary to do ever. And they were put in your head by other people. In other words, you're going to write something down you're going to look at it and you're going to go, why the hell am I thinking about that? And it's because somebody got you worrying about it, which, by the way, goes back to one of our previous points. Oh, I know, point number one, which is called being media-free. And, uh, and we, I don't want to belabor that point again. But the moral of the story is is that the brain dump is designed to then help you, uh, you know, essentially cut through your own malaise. You won't realize that oftentimes these confusing jumble of competing thoughts is going to be the very thing that's sucking your, emotive, your, your motivation out of your life. And so in the real estate treasure map, and it just I'll tell you what the solution is. We talked about the yellow tablets of paper. After you're done writing everything down, scratch the things off that you're never going to do, right? And the things that are left, you, you circle the ones that you only you can do, which by the way is not going to be that many things. The rest of the things, you put a big D about them uh, next to them, and those are the things you delegate. Now, the things that you're thinking that you need to delegate probably don't need done either, but the moral of the story is the ones that are, have the circles around them that you absolutely positively cannot have somebody else do for you, that only you can do, okay? Go to the doctor. You cannot delegate going to the doctor. Right. Get your teeth cleaned. You cannot delegate getting your teeth cleaned. You get what I'm saying here, folks? Listing presentation. That's you. Right. I mean, you can delegate like you join our coaching program. You're gonna, we're going to give you a, a completed pre-listing pack. You're going to want to personalize it. We have already given you someone on our staff that can personalize it for you. So that's done. Delegate that. Don't yep. try to do it yourself. This is what I'm talking about. This is higher level operations. And then we also tell you about in the real estate treasure map, how to use dry erase boards. Julie was saying it's an act of ego thinking you can keep everything in your head and somehow be efficient with your life. But it also is equally as an act of ego thinking that you can create all these complicated online systems that are going to be as efficient as having things out in the open that you cannot hide from. That's the, exactly. And that's the reason we're huge advocates of using dry erase boards. Dry erase boards where you you know write down all your listings and your pendings, keep track of all your pertinent numbers. It's called visual accountability. Right. And it takes away from you this whole thing that agents love to do. Oh, I don't, I'm so overwhelmed. I don't know where to get started. Okay. So when you follow our very specific drill down, too. simple, 
how to use in real estate your visual wipe off boards It'll literally tell you what to do every day. And where can you get that? Right. So guys, this is all included in the real estate treasure map, which is free, free, free. <laughs> so all you've got to do is text 2021 to 47372. Text 2021 to 47372. We're going to text you back a link. The link, you got to click the link and the link's going to take you to a, a, a hidden secret page on our website where you can download Real Estate Treasure Map, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. Real Estate Treasure Map is the first thing we want you to print out. And it's going to walk you through how to create your business and life goals, how to create your schedule, how to make priorities in your life. Every single thing that Julie and I are uh, vamping on right now is drilled down upon in the Real Estate Treasure Map. It is a complimentary, uh, absolute must-do thing for all of you. So just go ahead and text 2021 to 47372. Text 2021 to 47372. Go ahead and do that now. Yes, and speaking of which, point number 10 plays right into that. Complete your real estate treasure map and know your magic number. We were just talking about wipe-off boards. That's critical. The next most critical thing, your magic number. Your magic number is the number of listings, active listings, that you must have at all times to meet or exceed your monthly unit goal, which is based on doing the treasure map where you go through your finances, your numbers, and your goals. Now, why is this magic number so critical? It's because it gives you a sense of control in your business and your business is always constantly trying to control you. It's one of the things you guys complain about. I'm out of control all the time. Real estate's out of control. What do I do? What do I do? Well, concentrate on how many listings you need. For some of you, it could be three. Some of you, it's five. Some of you, it's 10 or more. These are active listings. Why are we concentrating on listings? Because listings generate the closing of its own listing, but also a whole bunch of other stuff. More listings in that same neighborhood. Buyers, you know, that you have to beat off with a stick. It's listing-based coaching. So that's all in the real estate treasure map. Text four, I'm sorry, text 2021 to 47372. Go ahead and text 2021 to 47372. Julie Harris. Yes. You need to go and take a shower because you have not from having returned from the gym. And I need to be on Facebook Live almost momentarily. In a 30 minutes. Yes. Yes, you got to go. Back to you. You got to go. <laughs> you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.